Welcome back to Town Talk on News Talk 1230. You can weigh in about today's topic on Facebook at WFVA 1230 and by text at 540-371-5756. Here's your host, Ted Schubel. Alexis Sinis here with American Red Cross Blood Services. Alexis, it is so good to see you again. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Thank you for having me again. We are, we need to talk. Yes. Because I keep seeing stories and hearing stories over and over with uh, national officials with the Red Cross talking about a real blood shortage. Yes. And uh, we, we always talk about the need for blood, but when you hear about a national blood shortage, and especially as we go into the holidays now. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we, the first appeal that we've had since January of 2022 happened uh, September 11th of 2023. So um, because of the travel busy holiday summer season, uh, people were living their life. You know, they were like, hey, you know, the pandemic's finally over. I'm going to, I'm not just going to be alive. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to take that vacation time. I'm going to be traveling. You know, this is one of the busiest travel seasons we've seen in a really long time. We had a record travel season. So people were out and about. And as per usual, pre-pandemic, when people are out in the summertime, I mean, it is our second highest need time of the year. Um, You know, we, they forget to donate blood. So they didn't drop off their pints before they they traveled. So uh, as we were going for from August into September, we definitely had very, very, very low inventory levels, and we're starting to have some challenges meeting our patient needs. So we put out an appeal in September. We're still, um, you know, working through that appeal even now into November because we're getting ready to head into our highest need season, which is the winter season. And um, with colds and flus, you know, typically occurring uh, kind of in that October through January timeframe. Anyhow, um, what we've seen is, you know, with COVID, I mean, it never really goes away. It's always COVID season, it feels mm-hmm. like almost. So um, we know that our that takes out a lot of our healthy donors, you know, because they're not able to come and donate. So just encouraging people, if you are eligible to donate, and we know 63% of the population are, only 3% give, be one of those 3%, help us meet our need and come on in and donate some blood with us. I just wrote down 3% because it just, it's such a small number. It is. It is. And I will say that even with that 3%, a lot of that 3% are are folks who um, have been donating since they were young. They've been donating since they were in high school. Maybe they started making a healthy habit when they were younger. Um, These are folks who donate regularly. So they're donating as frequently as they can. So, you know, if if they're eligible, they're giving. Um, But if everybody who's eligible, you know, the other 60% of the population, if they donate just one time a year, and we're getting ready to enter the time that I would love for you to join us, the most because it is our highest need, we would never have a blood shortage. So, you know, that's why, you know, I come to educate and talk to folks and help them understand about the need and why it's important to give. And it's so easy to give if you've never given and you, you're, you're sitting there right now saying, how would I, how would I even give if you go to redcrossblood.org yes that that's your start off any question that you have you can you can put it in the google you can put it in the red cross blood uh website and you can find out all kinds of information uh i know that we've had a lot of eligibility changes over the past couple of years too so things that people thought would prevent them from donating may not be a factor Mm -hmm. anymore and uh you may not have gotten a call from us about it you might not have been contacted from us about it but definitely um you know reach out look at redcrossblood.org see uh what your eligibility is in general if you are in general good health 
uh, you're feeling well and healthy, you weigh at least 110 pounds, and uh, you have your valid ID, you can usually come in and donate blood with us. It's usually not that as, as complicated as all of that. Some people have um, medications that they take regularly, um, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. Uh, if you're on birth control, if you take antidepressants, those are all okay. You can still come and join us. So if you have further health questions or you have, you know, uh, medication questions or if you've traveled out of the country, you know, um, now that people are traveling again, mm-hmm. maybe you've traveled to a malaria risk area. So you're not sure, you know, does this knock me out? It used to be when you would travel um, to a malaria area, which would be, you know, um, anywhere close to the equator. That's where uh, that mosquito that uh, transmits malaria uh, frequents. That's where it lives. So if you travel anywhere, you know, sometimes in the in the uh, Caribbean areas, sometimes in the Mexico areas, um, sometimes if you're going um, to India, things like that, it might knock you out. But actually, uh, it used to be a year. Now it's only three months. So as long as you've traveled and you're good to go and you haven't had any symptoms of malaria, you might still be eligible. You might just have a smaller deferral period uh, as opposed to you know having to be knocked out for an entire year. So definitely check the website and make sure that your eligibility um, matches and you can come and join us. Glad you mentioned that because I have heard from people who have said uh, they they remember years ago that, that some of these things and, and and you had a you always have had a story too of where you, where where you grew up overseas for a That's while. That's right. I lived in Germany, so I wasn't able to donate for many years. It's only been I think in the past two years that that eligibility has gone away. So uh, especially in our area here, we got lots of military mm-hmm. folks, and I hear that all the time. You know, well, I had to have that anthrax vaccine. You know, I had to have mm-hmm. all those shots to get into the military. Is that going to knock me out? No. Yeah, as long as it's been a few, uh, every every um, thing is has a different defer- deferral period. But for the most part, if you joined the military 20 years ago and you got those vaccines, you should be okay now. You should be okay to donate now. But certainly um, living overseas, right? If you were stationed on a base um, overseas like my family was, um, we had that mad cow, um, our uh, variant Kreutzfeldt. Jacob disease um, that we had a risk for. That was always one of the questions about yes. mad cow. Yes, yes. So um, you, a lot of our military bases were getting beef from England. So that's why a lot of those places, you know, Italy and Germany and um, I'm trying to think of some of the other popular, even the UK and France um, have now been removed from that list. So if you had yeah. lived there, if you traveled there, um, double, double check the eligibility, but you probably are eligible to give again with us. You'll feel really good too when, yes. when, when you give. That's the one thing I remember about giving that when you give, you just you just feel like you've you've done something, and now there's even more. You're, you're able to follow your blood and actually see where see where it went. Yes, it's a great thing. Yes, and I, I will say as we get into the holiday season, uh, people are going to start asking you a lot for money. You know, make sure to make your final donations. Make sure to mm-hmm. make your tax deductible donations. You know, it's all that, and you know, with the stress of the holidays and and making sure that everybody's taken care of. I mean, as a mom, you know, I got the kids, and I got to worry about you know how are we going to make through the holidays and what are we going to do. But you know, donating blood doesn't cost me anything but my time if i have an hour hour and a half mm-hmm. to come into the center to relax i'll get my ipad i'll watch my netflix show i'll you know it, it's my personal time that mm-hmm. i get to kind of relax give back to the community it doesn't cost me anything but my time and uh it, it does feel really good to know that 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 unit's on the shelf especially during the holidays um when nobody wants to be sick nobody wants to be in the hospital but uh to give that peace of mind to that patient and that patient's family to know that they have that blood when they need it is so 
so so great. Yeah, that's the thing. You just you you never know when you're when you're going to need it. And another idea, you, especially around the holidays, get a bunch of people from the office. Go do it at lunch. That's do great. it to get do it together. Yes. So you get a whole bunch of. Yes. Of donations. I've there. had um, a lot of businesses saying, you know, um, we need to get our volunteer hours in. We need to we need to do something together you to, um, you know, uh, do that community service. And uh, what can we do? You know, a great way that you can get your coworkers together is by hosting a blood drive. Now we have many different ways, and we are in the season now where. I have already scheduled my blood drives. They are already ready to go because that's my job, right? I Mm -hmm. need to make sure that we are prepared and we have that blood on the shelf when it's needed. But um, you can always host a blood link. It is a virtual blood drive. So what you do is you contact me. Mm -hmm. I will set up your blood link. You will um, invite your coworkers, friends, family, loved ones to join you virtually. Um, They go through the link that's created and pledge their donation. Then they go right behind there and they will make their appointment on our website. So you can donate at any of our donor centers. You can donate at any of our community drives. You Mm -hmm. can donate... anywhere in the nation. So if you have a larger company that maybe is not even just located here, especially when we have a lot of virtual workers, right? Um, People are, um, you know, living in places where they're not headquartered. So it allows you to still build that um, camaraderie. It still allows you to kind of have that um, virtual touch and measure your impact and and host a a virtual blood drive instead. So it's called Blood Link. Yes. I've never heard of that. That's great to know. Yes, it is. uh, It's not new new it's we've had it for a couple of years um but it's definitely something that allows folks i think in this virtual environment a little bit more flexibility and another way just to kind of um keep touch with each other and and join us in this life-saving mission even remotely yeah or you can do you can do it with family or friends that are across the country absolutely like you say you do it that way absolutely and you know yeah i mean that brings up a great point i mean my my family when i think about it i have family that live in texas i have family that live in north Carolina. I have family that live all over. And so it's always really tough during the holidays. You know, we aren't always able to see each other mm-hmm. all every Thanksgiving or every Christmas. So it's a great way for us to join together in this season of thanks and Thanksgiving to say, hey, I'm happy that we are here. I'm happy that we have the ability to, um, you know, connect and fellowship together. We can still fellowship even if it's virtually. And this is a great way to do that. Yeah. And just be, again, there's just there is there is such a need for blood. And anything you can do, to, if 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 you've never done it, give it a give it a shot, and maybe you become a regular blood donor. Or if it's been, if it's been a long time, this is a great time to to to. to see again how easy it is yes i mean i think that we have done um if i do say so myself a pretty good job making sure it's accessible so if you go to the website put in your zip code you'll see lots of blood drives lots of opportunities um you know my um my the best thing that i love is when especially in the fredericksburg area when people are like i have not been able to donate at my blood drive in forever what is going on it people are in the habit of making those appointments yeah. you know they um we we uh going through the pandemic you know we were really um appointment emphasizing um, just to make sure to keep everybody safe, make sure we had good social distancing, make sure that we were providing a safe and healthy place for people to give, um, that didn't put them at risk because, you know, our donors are healthy and we want to keep them healthy so they can continue giving. Um, But um, I will say that uh, uh, the best practice for me and for you is to uh, visit their website, go to um, the app, 
make those appointments out, schedule your next appointment. You can schedule out for the entire year if you want to. And if you have that particular time that works best, Mm -hmm. right? Like if you you happen to be a regular donor, God bless you. um, I struggle a lot. We talk about that all the time, how I struggle with my iron Iron. levels all the time. So make sure you eat your iron. Make Mm -hmm. sure you drink a lot of water in preparation for a blood um, donation and get a good night's rest. But if you're um, lucky enough to um, have your place that you like to donate, maybe your church hosts the blood drive, maybe your business is hosting the blood drive, maybe you're donating at your high school to um, help with the scholarship that you're getting from your school to help those students. Um, You can always uh, make those appointments at that particular time for the whole year. You can book it all the way out and uh, uh, that way you can reserve your spot. You know exactly where you're going to be. Just like, you know, when you go to the dentist, you make the that next six month appointment yep. at the end of that appointment. That way you never forget it. And uh, it's always there. And if uh, you make your blood donation appointment, the same times you make your dental appointments twice a year, oh, you're already do- giving double what most people give. Yeah. So yeah, definitely redcrossblood.org, download the app, plug in your zip code, make that appointment, come in and save a life or two. Lexus Innes here with American Red Cross Blood Services. Quick break. We'll be, we'll be back and to continue this discussion on News, News Talk 1230 WFVA. It is 829. From the Fredericksburg Doc Today online news studios, this is News Talk 1230 WFVA, Fredericksburg, a centennial broadcasting station focused on Fredericksburg. This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel. Alexis Innes here this morning from American Red Cross Blood Services, redcrossblood.org. Again, if you go there, you'll get you'll you'll see all the information. And I guess one of the things, Alexis, is like you said, a lot of these blood drives you may see one and think I'd like to give today and then all of a sudden you're looking and they're filled yes. well just be patient find you you can find one you can find one um I think I think what's really tough and I will say that as a convert myself I am the kind of person where I never made appointments for anything I was like you know whatever my whim is you know if I wanted to get my haircut I'd be like just I'm just gonna in. go find some place mm-hmm. to get a haircut right like they can accept anybody anywhere and I have had some terrible haircuts that way so I totally from my personal experience uh, I'm, t- I'm trying to share with you the best practice which is just try to make your appointment as best as possible. I know it can be very tough. I know it can be very tough, but I will say that as we are going into, um, you know, this season, um, sometimes it can be very tough to walk in. It can be. But I, I, I think that you're right. You know, what's great about all of our blood drives is that all of our all of our schedules are published. So if mm-hmm. you uh, wake up this morning and you say, you know what, today is a great day to donate blood. You know, I've had I've had something going on today, and I am just feeling a little down about it. You know, I think I need to take a mental health break. I think I need to just, you know, take some time. You know what's great? I'm, I'm going to go and donate blood today. You go, you log in, you check the zip code, you look for some blood drives around here. And what's great? Well, what's great? Being that I have lived in Northern Virginia and I am from Richmond as yeah. well, um, you know, a, a country mile ain't a city mile. So I totally no, get not it. Not at right? all. You know, twenty minutes one way or another in Fredericksburg. You know, from Stafford to Fredericksburg, that that's a long that's a long time. That's a long distance. So I totally get it. But you know, if you go and you are searching and you see, oh, you know what, there is availability at this blood drive versus this blood drive, and I got I got some time today. You know, I need to I need to take a little drive. I need to have a little bit of time to myself. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go do something good for humanity. I'm gonna go 
go donate blood, definitely redcrossblood.org, plug in your zip code, look and see what the schedules are, um, make a same day appointment. Go ahead and reserve that spot. Let us know that you're coming so yep. that we can make sure that we can accommodate you, make sure that uh, we know that you're coming in and uh, and come on in and, and donate with us. That's what I call walk-ins now. I call walk-ins same-day appointments now as opposed to just walk-ins because uh, when our schedule is full, we, we walk-ins, are can are, it's tough to accommodate them. If we don't have somebody literally showing up for their appointment time, and I got to say around here, a lot of people are showing up for their appointments. Well, that's you know? good to know. That they are. You know, we've they've got they built some good healthy habits mm-hmm. of making sure that they reserve their time. They want to make sure that they're seen. They got stuff to do. They got to go pick up the kids, or they got another meeting, or they got something else going on. Uh, they got to com- uh, commute. You know, so they want to make sure that they uh, factor in that commute time. So we don't want to make those people upset. They 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 they're planning. They got their thing. So, uh, but you can if there's availability and their schedule is open. Let's say I want to donate today, and I see that there's a one o'clock appointment. Make it today. That's the same. That's a, that. That's what yeah. I consider a walk-in today. Is the same day appointment. So definitely check the schedule and come on in and join us. And you will. You will really feel good. And the other thing I was, was as you were talking, I, I I was thinking that there have been people this week. A chicken place opened uh, this week, and there have been long lines. People have been waiting hours wow. to go to the to go to this this particular place that's good chicken and it is good chicken you know the place it's there's one of there's one in charlottesville and they have they have now moved here oh the um the uh but but people if if you're willing to do that you can go and sit and and spend a little time and and really do some good and uh, and and give blood i will say so uh, i've only been working with the red cross for five and a half years most of my experience, Red Cross has been my competition. And I will say, I was just thinking this week, um, one of the most annoying things about Red Cross donors prior to working here, of yeah. course, they are very patient. Mm-hmm. They are willing to wait. They understand the assignment. They come prepared. They come with their books. They come with their uh, Kindles. They come um, already with maybe even their own snacks that they're gonna prepare. They're gonna come. They come with giant water bottles. Yeah. Not little ones like the giant liter bottles, right? Like they know the assignment and they totally get it. And they're the most. They're the kindest. The most patient. Um, amazing people that I get to meet when I go to my blood drives and I have the privilege of being able just to chat with donors and stuff. They tell me the most incredible stories about their lives, about why they donate, about why they're here today. Um, and they, they usually have known somebody who's needed blood. They themselves have needed blood. Um, maybe they have um, had experience with a family member who's had um, cancer or who has sickle cell and they get it and they they are already like about the mission which is incredible because um i have met lots of donors and there's you know lots of reasons why people give um people give for the cookie people give for the Mm t-shirt people give for the race tickets or they give for the socks which are coming up in november by the way um they give for all the reasons, but I will tell you that some of the most dedicated and kindest people I have ever met are giving because they know about the need and they have experienced it. They um, 
and they don't want other people to experience what they have gone through. Yeah. They know that um, that life-saving blood, they watch their loved ones when they get that blood transfusion go from, you know, that ghostly pale color to having, having rosy again. Ch- mm-hmm. cheeks again yeah. to, you know, being very lethargic and unresponsive to being able to talk and being able to sing again. And so when you have been touched um, by tragedy in that way. It changes you. It changes you, and you're not the same anymore. And so um, folks who are coming out to donate with us, I, I'm just so blessed to have them. I'm so thankful for the, the 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 donors who are taking their time out of their day and coming and joining us and all of the travel that they do and all of the planning that they do, um, eating well, uh, drinking their water, mm-hmm. getting a good rest, and doing all of the things that they can to prep, to prepare for blood donation. Um, I'm just thankful for them. And and I invite you to come and join us and become a blood donor and become weird like us, right? <laughs> and you do you, you do start drinking. It always was a, a, a great uh, encouragement to me to drink water a couple days in advance because when you would get in there, now the, the person I would, I, we would race. I had somebody that would. Oh, that's I did, right. Yes, we talked about that. Yes. We, we would race. But the other thing is, it would get. It would sometimes you would you would feel bad if if I didn't drink, and all of a sudden we waited and we waited, and finally they would just have to say, "Well, we got you know three quarters of a bag, but we're going to have to stop." Yeah. And I never liked to hear that. I always wanted to. Yes. I wanted to, you know, you know, do my whole. I want the whole pint. I want yes. the whole pint to be given, you know, to the patient that needs it. And what's great about your pint of blood too is it's not just. When you're donating whole blood, it's made up of your blood platelets and plasma. That's why we say you can save up to three lives with your one donation because each of those products can go to a different patient. So you're right. You know, when you get there and your iron's too low, oh, my gosh, like I think I failed four times. I don't count my failures. I know. But every time it happens, I just I get so I start beating myself up. I'm like, what did you not do? What didn't you do? You know, make sure that you eat your vitamins. Why didn't you do? Why didn't you prepare better? You know, and for women, that is a big problem. It is a big problem. And I will say that I. I have just learned that my frequency may not be a, a six year, six time a year frequency, mm-hmm. and I have to let that go. And I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. My, what I'm okay with is that I keep trying when I'm eligible, and that I um, continue to eat well, drink lots of water, continue to prep, and just continue trying. And eventually, my iron will get high enough that I will be able to donate, and uh, and it does feel really good. And uh, honestly, if I can donate twice a year i know that i'm making a big impact to the patient's yeah. lives so sometimes definitely. just physically that's all that you can do sometimes physically that's all you can do and every every person um who comes in and and and, and even just attempting to donate it counts it counts don't beat yourself up don't be like me be mm-hmm. better than me keep trying do the stuff prep uh and uh you know help make a difference in our patient's life for sure one of the things that alexis alexis in here with american red cross blood services that I have always really appreciated with you is that we, we, we talk a lot about so many, so many times you go to blood drives and you see people, you see older people yes. given, they, they've given all, like you, you mentioned that earlier, they've yes. given, they have, like you said, they have stories and they, yes. they have been giving and giving, but you really have had an emphasis in recent years of working with kids and with schools. Yes. And getting them excited about it because that's that's the next group that's going to have to step up. Well, I will tell you in my especially in my work in sickle cell, what I have observed is that um, people who have a culture of giving 
it starts when they're young. It starts when they understand about the process. It starts when you help to demystify some of their experience. You know, we talked, I think, on the last show about, you know, taking a bullet, taking a needle, right? When you take a needle for somebody, that's kind of a big ask. I mean, you're, that's, that's that's sort of, you know, a private space, you know? It's mm-hmm. not somebody, you know, you don't just want to give your blood away to, you know, I, I don't know. And I, what are you going to use it for? Some and people it, think that. They is, do. Is this needle clean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What are you, you going to do with my blood? Well, where's it, what's going to happen? So being able to educate young kids and, and demystify all of these things and answer all of those questions and, and help them, you know, um, understand the process helps to really demystify mystify things and it makes it so that it is like going to the dentist it is like getting a regular checkup this is just a healthy thing to do Mm -hmm. regularly that makes a big impact to our community and being able to work with you know elementary schools middle schools to help do the education explain to them about different blood types and how it works you know uh, it is fortunate and unfortunate that many people don't know about blood until they need it, until they get to the hospital and either they need it, someone they know needs it. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, wait a second, tell me everything about this. How does this blood system work? What, what, what do I need to do to make an impact? And I don't want you to wait until you absolutely need it because then, you know, that's that we need to prepare. We need to make sure that that blood is mm-hmm. on the shelf when it's needed. So being able to educate kids about, um, the, about the blood typing, about the need for blood, helping them encourage and ask, because I think sometimes, you know, as you mentioned, you know, uh, one of the great ways is to uh, get your coworkers together asking, you know, this isn't something that uh, you should just do by yourself. Invite people in, share, spread the word mm-hmm. about the need. And, you know, for someone who hasn't been able to donate until recently, um, you know, that was my that was definitely my mission. You know, make sure to recruit and, and spread the word and educate as many people as possible um, to, you know, make up for the fact that I couldn't give. But now I can give, too. So now I invite my friends and family to come and give with me. Um, it, it's it's a great opportunity for us to bond and spend time together and um and and link arms and join hands in this mission to uh save save local lives and if you're like when i first started doing it i and i never did through the through the whole time because some people like to like to see their blood like to see the whole thing i never looked no never never because i it was you you just do what you have to do yes tell me when i'm done you know point me to where the cookies and the the juice are yes I don't have to see it. No. And I will tell you that I feel like if I look at it, it's going to hurt worse than it actually does. You know? So, like, if I don't look, it's just a pinch. It literally feels like just a little pinch. Uh, Better than what you get on St. Patrick's Day when you don't wear green. Right? I think. Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. So, you know, it's just a pinch and five minutes squeezing that ball and then you're done. I always get very flushed. I feel more energetic, strangely, Mm -hmm. after donating blood than I do before. And um, I feel, I, I, I do feel very, I feel great knowing that specifically my blood too like i i think uh one of the other great things is being able to unlock the power that you have inside um of 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 life-saving blood you know i i'm a opaz um i'm also a sickle cell donor so my blood is a special match for a sickle cell patient mm-hmm. so it feels really good to know that when i get that notification i got a notification a couple of weeks ago um that my blood went to uva this time with my blood donation so the uva Go i thank you uh, and uh and we went to they have a sickle cell center there they yeah. have a pediatric and an adult center so i know that 
one of those patients was needing that blood and, and to know that yeah. it like helped um, alleviate their pain and suffering so that they could get back to their life um, and that it was the best match possible for them. Oh, that's a great feeling. What a great feeling. Yeah, so. Because I, the, the, the people I know that are dealing with sickle cell, that's the thing you always, you always hear about the pain. Yes. And for, for you to know that and yes. for you to be able to know that someone. Yes. Was, was able to, you know, resume their life. Yes, yes. I mean, you know, pain is one of those things that it's invisible, right? You know, it's very subjective. And I don't know, you can't be in that much pain. It can't hurt that bad, right? right? Um, but it does. And it is debilitating. And it is um, shameful. There's so much shame around um, sickle cell. And, you know, knowing that whatever knowing that that patient can come into the hospital mm -hmm. and get that blood treatment and have it ready on the shelf they don't have to wait for it it's already there that feels really really good and nice and as we're going to the holidays nobody there's lots of reasons why people need blood sickle cell we talked about cancer um but tra traumatic accidents as we you know get closer to the holidays people traveling you know more frequently on the highways and things like that yep. industrial accidents um we want to make sure that those blood units are there and ready nobody that i'm aware of plans <laughs> to visit the emergency room especially during the holidays right so, god bless all of those first responders god bless all of those doctors and nurses god bless everybody in the er i, I love you guys you're yeah. you have one of the hardest jobs i think on this planet thank you for showing up coming into work and and helping our patients because um you know when they come in to know that whatever's going on they got that blood it's ready available they can just transfuse it it's such a great it's such a great feeling there's a national blood crisis the the more you talk alexis i mean you are you are a great spokesman for all of this well, thank i you. just i think that, that people would listen to you and i hope that people just say i want to do it. i want to do it for her oh well thank you i appreciate that you know i think that <sighs> Being able to be in this position and to be able to hear the stories and to know the whys um, and be able to share that with other people, I hope it is an inspiration to people. And I hope that, you know, people hearing, you know, what what the stories that I can share with them about the need, I hope it does inspire them because, uh, you know, right now. There's so there is so much hurt and there is so much pain in the world and it is very overwhelming. But what I do when I get really overwhelmed with all of the world is I really think, you know, okay, well, what can I do? What can I do to make a difference? And it's a small act. A thousand small acts make one big act, mm -hmm. make one big impact. So if there's one small act that I can encourage you to do this holiday season, it's to take an hour of your time, roll up your sleeves, visit us at redcrossblood.org or plug in your zip code to the app and make an appointment and come on in and 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 share the love share the kindness and and show folks you know that no matter what they're enduring no matter what they're going through there's going to be blood on the shelf when they need it we'll be back with alexis ennis american red cross blood services we'll wrap it up when we come back on news talk 1230 wfva was your local Medicare Advantage plan terminated? A well-known local Medicare Advantage plan will discontinue on December 31st within the Fredericksburg area. Hi, I'm Sean Schickel of Patriot Family Financial. We've helped thousands of people, and we can help you. Please call the replacement hotline at 540-888-1770. That's 540-888-1770. Or you can meet with us in person. We're located in the Spotsy South Point area. Patriot Family Financial. We are Patriot Family Financial. We're not affiliated with any federal government agency. Integrative medicine focuses 
focuses on optimizing your health and well-being, not merely managing disease symptoms. Embracing Health combines traditional medicine with a holistic, integrative approach to find the root cause of illness and support the body's ability to heal itself. Embracing Health is a multilingual practice providing board-certified primary care for the entire family, always accepting new patients with limited same-day appointments available. Garrisonville Road at the intersection of Onville Road. Visit EmbracingHealth.org. The Fredericksburg Christmas Parade is December 2nd at 5.30 and will feature over 75 floats, marching bands, and a whole lot more. Sponsored by B101.5, News Talk 1230, Stage Door Productions, and the City of Fredericksburg. Info at FredericksburgChristmasParade.com. This is Down Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Download the all-new News Talk 1230 WFVA app for Apple and Android. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel. Lexus Innes here. American Red Cross Blood Services. Redcrossblood.org will give you the information on what's around here. We'll answer we answer a lot of questions because, like you said, if if you haven't done it, it's changed. When, when when I'm not able to give now, but I'm able to bring you in and talk to the community yes, about you. it. So that's my way of yes. that's my way of, of uh, giving back every quarter. Um, I just remember sitting there and some of the questions. It was I fe- oh, it was embarrassing yeah. for the person to ask yes. and the person. You don't have to all of those questions that you can most of those are online now. Yes, uh, you can do your rapid pass, um, which allows you to, in the privacy of your car, in the privacy of your home, in the privacy of your office, you can go through and answer those health history questions. We have had an update in those health history questions. So um, people ask me all the time, you know, my donors that come in regularly, they're like, do I have to read these materials? I have read these a thousand times. This, there's nothing that's changed on here. It's changed. Um, please read it. Okay. Um, and w- if you have the app, you can easily do your rapid pass through the app. You can do it right on your phone. You scroll through the information. You can read through all of the um, um, uh, medical educational mm-hmm. materials. Um, or if you have, you know, your your um, computer or laptop or something, you can always do it right there as well. Um, and, yeah, you can just answer those questions there. And then when you come, it saves like 10, 10 15 minutes off your donation time because they don't yeah. have to sit there and ask you the questions. They're just going to review any of the questions with you because if you said, yes, I traveled, they're going to ask you, okay, well, where did you where? travel to? It doesn't I mean you can't donate it just means that they're going to ask you some more questions or if you said yes i have taken medication they're going to be like okay well what medications have you taken did you take anything on the medical t-? so it, just because you answer yes doesn't mean that you're not eligible to donate mm-hmm. keep going through the questions and make sure that it, they will definitely alert you if you are not eligible to donate but for the most part um answer the questions honestly come in um uh, uh donate blood and uh do doing the rapid pass will save you a couple minutes on that donation time the fact that just three percent of us donate is just—it's embarrassing. And you've—you've you've said even if we got it to five percent, oh my gosh, that you—that would take care of some. We wouldn't be talking about a national blood crisis. That's correct. That's absolutely correct. And uh, I think you know. Uh, uh, having a mission to to never go into a crisis it was it would be something I would love to be able to do um, and I think we did pretty I mean January 2022 to September 2023 I think that's fantastic especially yeah. as people were returning back to work or they were um, you know still trying to find balance in their kind of virtual hybrid lives you know um, they were still coming so I think uh, this past summer has really it, it, the travel season just really kicked us a little bit but um i'm happy that we're on the other end and you know 
hopefully people will be inspired, especially this holiday season. This is, We're getting ready to enter the highest need season, mm. the winter season. Um, so it's not just cold and flu that um, uh, prevent people from being able to donate. It's that inclement weather, and they are predicting a hard weather this season. So, you know, when our um, inventory gets impacted here, we have our partners in other areas that we're able to pull blood from, but we'll still need to be able to keep that blood on the shelf so that everybody who has a need, um, their needs get met. So if you have the opportunity, come and donate. Uh, we've got so many opportunities from now through February, um, whatever it is that your reason is to give, whether you're doing it for the mission, whether you're doing it for the socks, which are coming up in November, whether you're doing it for the long-sleeved Yeti t-shirt uh, and Yeti but being the monster, he's really cute, um, that we'll have over the holiday, over mm -hmm. the Christmas holiday. Whether you're doing it for the cookie, hey, you know, whatever your reason is to give, um, join us. Visit redcrossblood.org, download the app, plug in your zip code, and make your appointment and come on in and give. I used to like to get, I used to wear like for a couple of days, I must admit, when I would get, you, you get your oh, arm wrapped. Armband, yes. yes. and I would always get, I would either get pink or purple oh, that kind of stood out. Yes. But just, there's okay. It's you're you're helping the community. If you're looking for ways, yes, to to, to give back to the if community. If you're looking for an inexpensive way, right? Your yeah. time is valuable. But if you're only able to give just your time, your valuable time, one hour, mm -hmm. an hour and a half to come in and roll up your sleeves. Hey, that's one way that you can give. That make, that's so impactful. So impactful to so many people. Alexis Ennis, American Red Cross Blood Services. My friend, you are just awesome. Thank well, you thank for coming. You. Thank you for making the, the, the trip. You make it from, from Richmond uh, every month and month or so to yeah. come up here and talk about this. It's important to you, and I'm glad we, you can talk and uh, have a great uh, holiday season. Thank and you, uh, you too. Again, thank you for, for all this information. And hopefully when I see you again in... Uh, in January, we won't have a national blood shortage. Yes, hopefully we will not. And thank you for the opportunity to speak to the people about the need. And uh, thank you for inviting me in. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. Thanks for listening to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. The views expressed by the hosting guests on this program are their own and not necessarily those of this station, its management, or Centennial Broadcasting. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. The Glenn Beck program is next on News Talk 1230 WFVA, focused on Fredericksburg.